Welcome to the Morotsko Method. I am your host, Adrian Jezik. It took most of my life to get sick and several years to make myself well again. I had to risk my life in order to save it. I was told by doctors that I was chronically ill and I needed medication in order to survive. The problem was that none of the medicines worked. So I took my healing into my own hands. Through my practice of deliberate cold exposure and adding more natural modalities along the way, I found my path out of traditional medicine and towards intuitive self-care. I am here to share my story and yours. I want the world to know what we are all capable of. Hello, welcome to the Morotsko Method. I am your host, Adrian Jezik. It's been a while uh, since I've released anything on the Morotsko Method podcast, and there are reasons for that. I've had a challenging year. I've not felt into the creative space. Even now, as I hit record and I'm speaking with you, my heart is pounding out of my chest. My hands are shaking. I've got some butterflies. And I always get like a little bit nervous before I record or, you know, whether it's my podcast or someone else's podcast or my meditations, anything that I do, even if it's just a phone call, like a Zoom call, I get, I get nervous and I don't typically experience it like butterflies or heart palpitations or sweaty palms. It's typically just, I don't want to do this. I'm not going to do this. I don't have to do this. I don't, what is, what are any, what is any reason that I can come up with that I do not have to show up? And it's a voice in my head and I recognize that as fear, fear of not being good enough or not saying the right thing or doing the right thing. And I, I do it anyway. I show up and I do it anyway. And I've shown up for other people. I've shown, like I said, I've shown up on other people's podcasts over the last year. I've shown up in other spaces over the last year, but not in my own creative space. And that's because over the last year, I've gone through two of the hardest things that I've experienced in my life to this date. And one of them is through a transition in our business, and one of them is a transition in my relationship, my personal relationship. And why am I telling you? Why am I sharing this? I've been very private about all of this, about, about all of this. And part of that is because in business, you can only share so much. You know, you can share surface level things and details, but ultimately you can only share so much. It's a, it's a heavily boundaried conversation. And in my personal life, I get to share as much as I want, but it's only from my perspective. This relationship is with two people. And so there's my version, there's his version, and there's probably the truth somewhere in the middle. And I recognize that. I recognize that in the challenges with my business and in the challenges with my personal relationship that I am learning and growing along this way. 
I am going through these experiences in life and looking back and saying, I can see how I could have done this differently. Just differently. And sometimes no matter what I do, no matter how I think I could have done things or what I want to change about how I move forward in my future, this is the path that is meant to be. And so I'm not fighting this path anymore. I'm not holding on so tightly to the ideas that I thought were in my future. To be quite honest, I'm chucking it all out the window. Not, not the process, not the relationships, and not the practice, but what I'm chucking out the window is, is that idea of the future. Because my future does not look the way that I thought it was going to. And right now, I am having a hard time picturing what any future could look like. So I'm hoping that that just means I'm open to all possibilities. But over this last year, and I'm going to share with you as much as I can, I think legally and comfortably, little uncomfortably over this last year in business, things just got really hard. We went through some transitions in leadership. We've gone through some incredible growth and the pains that we're experiencing are part of that. It's like the problems that we have are good problems to have. And to be completely honest, some of them are not, some of them are not ideal, but we didn't we didn't know. It was our first business. This is the first time starting a business and not knowing that Marotsko Forge was going to take off and create a movement, a movement that each one of you listening is part of. Creating this community of all of us crazy people that are like, hey, the cold is the answer. And so it's not just the product, it's the Marotsko method as a sensory immersive technique. It's sharing the knowledge of what we've learned in our practices all along the way. All of this has grown and expanded and become huge. And we haven't even entered the cusp, I think, of what it's really going to be in a year, three years, five years from now. So the growth has had incredible challenges and it's come with friction within partnerships. And I have one business partner who is a dear friend and mentor and help start this business. And that relationship has shifted through my growth. It wasn't so apparent to me right away when it happened, but there was a point in time when I learned I need more than one opinion. I need to source this material from experts and people experienced whether that's in the accounting space, the customer service space, the shipping space, the marketing space. Each step I have learned along the way, each step I have learned because 
I was our first employee at Marotsko Forge. Starting our social media accounts, getting us to events and putting our name out there, creating experiences. And so a lot of this path along the way, I stumbled through. How do I figure out how to ship a 350 pound box <laughs> that cannot be tipped? Don't use wheels. Don't, don't ship it on casters. And how do you create an affiliate program and sign up partnerships and vet what is going to be beneficial in a relationship? And how do you connect a community of people that are all over the world and we're all getting started and we all have different reasons for coming to the cold? And then how do I not only create this method that's helping me get through that stress response in the cold, but that's helping so many others and how do I get that message out there? And so all of these things, all of these challenges, all of this growth has been incredible but it's come with a lot of death. Like one thing I've learned about my own growth process is that I can't get to that next level of transcendence or that next level of growth without a previous death of my self, a death of the previous self, the existential death that to me feels very real. And so today, what I want to share, I just want to share where I've been in this last year. And part of that is been in multiple tiny, not tiny, huge existential deaths. Part of it has come with realizing that I have learned a lot in many spaces of being a business owner and an entrepreneur. One of the hardest things that I had to learn was how to lead because I did not know how to follow. This is one of the greatest pieces of advice that my business partner <laughs> and now post-marriage ex-husband Jason imparted on me. He said, you will never learn to lead until you can first learn to follow. And at the time, I hated hearing it, which is usually a pretty good indication that it's something worth leaning into. And learning to follow has helped me improve not only my leadership, but my sense of self. It's allowed me to take a step back and see exactly the type of impact that I have had, not only on our company and the relationships with the people that have developed through that, but on the world. And that comes from the death of the previous self that felt they're not good enough. And even still, prior to even recording my own podcast in my own dining room, I want to walk away. I get that feeling. I can't do this. I shouldn't do this. I don't belong. And so a lot of the growth in the business has been realizing not only do I belong and it makes sense that I still have so much to learn and I am not attached to the outcome there. 
Marotsko Forge and the Marotsko Method are my babies, so to speak, and I am not attached to a definitive outcome. I am open. I'm open to seeing how can we grow? How can we meet these challenges? And which ones do we need to let go of and walk away from? And while I do that, I'm relying more on experts and learning to follow and listen. It's also a big part of figuring out how does this serve me? Following a grind. You know, I think part of the challenge of the entrepreneur grind is that you are your own boss. And so you tell yourself how much or how little you're working. And this has been one of the greatest lessons that I've learned in this experience is just because I'm working more doesn't mean I'm contributing more. Because when I was working to the point of seven days a week, 365 days a year, not ever really walking away, I wasn't showing up full. I wasn't really giving anything my full attention. It was just always, I was a little bit too tired, a little bit too stressed, a little bit too overworked. And who's responsible for that? I didn't have anyone over me going, Adrian, you're not doing enough, or Adrian, this isn't good enough, or you need to do more. No one did that to me but myself. So over this last year, I have made it a point to make drastic, drastic changes to the hours that I keep, to the attention that I give, to the way I prioritize what is urgent, what is important, what's a lofty idea that might sit on a to-do list for a while and eventually gets checked off because it doesn't belong. And how can I show up with more presence and not overextending myself? Overextending myself is part of, I think, the detriment to my personal relationship with Jason. Always feeling like I had something to prove and working so hard and making that the priority. That doesn't serve. Looking back, what I can see is, you know, would I rather have a successful company or a successful marriage? And can you have both? Sure, you probably, I think that you can. I see people that I believe do. But at the end of the day, for me, I definitely focused too much, too long, too hard on work. And I didn't come up for air soon enough. Even for myself, a lot of this transition has been learning all of the ways that I have not stepped up for myself first. I teach this. The very first module that I teach in the Morotsko Method course is self-care. How to show up for yourself so that you are in alignment in the relationships around you. So I did back off. I did back off of the working seven days a week and all day, every day. 
It just wasn't enough. You know, and the stress of what we've gone through of this beautiful thing that we've created over the last year. Jason and I went different ways. We dealt with it in different ways. And I don't want to speak for him here. So I'm trying hard to let you in on a little bit of what I've been going through from an honest lens, understanding that it is clouded by my perspective. But the stress became a lot. And we dealt with it in different ways. And we knew, I knew that some separation needed to happen. You know, that separation of business and personal relationship. But how do you do that for the other entrepreneurs in the room, for the other people out there that run businesses with their spouses? Because I've listened to podcasts and I've read the books and it looks good on paper. It sounds good on recording. These are the things you do and this is how you do it. To me, I think you have to continue to choose it. Continue to choose and prioritize your relationship first to yourself. Continue to choose and prioritize your relationship next to your romantic partner. And then for me, I would put that prioritizing of the business and those relationships in the final category. Obviously, if you have children, they fall in somewhere around there. But for me, this is me and my life. Because what I do in my business is not as rich. It does not yet feel as rich to me without sharing it with that special someone. And so in the end of 2022, when Jason and I were taking sort of different paths, towards our response to the stress. I took my own path. Being in the thick of what I was going through during that time in my marriage was not good for me. And so I took my own path. And over the last five months, I have spent just working on repairing, repairing myself and repairing my relationship with Jason. Taking that space and just understanding that, you know, we are still business partners and we're great business partners. And this is what Jason likes to call, and I find this really helpful, the post-marriage phase of our relationship. And it's a lot softer and it's a lot different, and there's a lot more space. And so I don't know what the future holds. And overall, these transitions with, through the business and through my relationship with Jason have been good. I am grounded. I am calm. I am healing. I am focusing on filling my cup so that when I do show up for the business or any of my relationships, I am showing up full. And I spent a lot of the last few months really sitting still. 
there was a lot of chaos going around about how the business was going to take next growth steps and how Jason and I's relationship were going to pan out. And I spent a lot of time sitting still. And this was challenging because I am a person of action. I do things. I get things done. I see a need. I fulfill it. I don't know if acts of service are so much my love language or as a trained, ingrained trauma response for seeking validation. (laughs) Yes, I do. So I'm working on that trained, ingrained response of trauma for seeking validation by not tying my self-worth to these acts of service and understanding that sometimes the greatest acts of act of service I can do is to be still. And this has been hard. There have been times that I have been absolutely gutted by the shift of this experience, the transition of these relationships and business and with Jason personally. There have been times that I have been devastated. And there are still times where I feel that. I chose not to walk away from it. I chose not to deny it. I chose any time that that came up, I chose to be in the thick of it. So if that meant sobbing my eyes out, that's what that meant. If that meant screaming guttural rage into a pillow to get it out so that I wasn't releasing it or unleashing it on someone around me, that's what I did. If that meant shaking my body while lying on a floor until I felt like I could not move another muscle and then allowing myself to settle in, that's what I did. (laughs) Shaking has become one of my all-time favorite ways to release that physical energy of the difficult stress and experiences of life. Just lie on the floor and start shaking. Just gentle. Doesn't have to be anything violent. You don't have to lift any limbs off the floor. You just shake. I started doing that when I read the book An Unspoken Truth by Dr. Peter Levine. And then it was reinforced during an ayahuasca ceremony in December of 2020. 2020, 2019. And I've been finding ways to incorporate shaking ever since. And one of the things that I've learned about going through these experiences over the last year is that Shaking helps me move energy when I feel like I can't work out or I can't go for a walk or I I can't move, you know, those like grief paralysis or that emotional dysregulatory paralysis where you're in freeze and you just can't move. Shake. Shake until you shake it off. Shake until you get it all out. It's helped me a lot. And over these experiences, I'm learning like, Not only do I have the tools so that as I move through existential death and self-crisis and whatever that looks like, not only do I have the tools to help myself through, but I've also built a powerful network of people in my tribe. As things started to kind of upend in my personal life, I just wrote down my little list. 
Who are my top five? Who are the people that I could call in those moments where I couldn't see the light? And one of those moments happened on March 1st, 2023. It was a Wednesday. And we had flown our media team in from Boulder, Colorado, really Lafayette, but Boulder, Colorado to record. And we wanted to record our brand story and get that out. Because everybody always asks us the same questions, you know, where does Morosco come from? How'd you guys get started? How'd you get introduced to the cold? And so this, this team that I'm so jazzed, it's our fifth year in business and the first time we've really been able to invest in some cool marketing. So this team comes out, they're getting all set up at the studio in Phoenix and we're supposed to start recording at 10 a.m. There are a couple of things we're recording, recording this brand story and recording a new series of Moronsko method meditations. And I was so excited because you guys know, like the, the meditations are here on the playlist, they're on the YouTube, but those were recorded with my iPhone. <laughs> like I was just like, I need this, so I'm getting it out, which is how I've done most of my projects through Morotsko Forge. I need this. There's a demand. I'm getting it out. Same with this podcast today. You guys have been emailing, DMing, calling, and asking for this. So thank you. And this one today might not be what you're expecting in the future. I plan to get right back on track, but back back to my back to my previous sidetrack. Hopefully I don't fully forget where I was here. And I did. Just forgot where I was. What I was talking about. Oh, March 1st, 2023. And so the team's there and we're supposed to record this brand story and these meditations, a new series of meditations professionally done with the focus the way I want it in a series that could carry you through your grief process <laughs> or whatever that process is that you're moving through, healing, love, And I was so excited. And on this morning, we received some devastating news. So we're supposed to start, I'm supposed to start recording meditations at 10 a.m. And at 9 a.m. we receive an email. This thing that we'd been working on for months, just trying to get to the next step of our growth, had all fallen through. This proverbial light at the end of the tunnel that we thought that we had, which by the way, doesn't exist. There's no light at the end of the tunnel in business. You're in the thick of it. You're in the thick of it today based on what you're going through today. You'll be in the thick of it tomorrow based on what you're going through tomorrow. So if you're not someone who likes to eat challenges for breakfast, don't run your own business and don't be an entrepreneur. But that aside, this was going to be that next step of growth. And it was really going to write a, a lot of the things that we just didn't know when we got started. So it's going to help kind of put us back on track and with this growth and, and it was over. And I was devastated because at the time I still had that mindset that this was the answer, that this was the next step. This is what I'd been waiting for. I was just holding on to get to this point 
holding on for months and months just to get to this point. And that lifeline that I thought I was going to receive, I didn't. And I was devastated. And at that moment, it was just top two. Leaving Jason and this experience in the business, hardest thing I've been through in my entire life to date. So I've got an hour and I'm in hair and makeup and I'm supposed to record and I call my friend because, called a couple friends because I couldn't cry. (laughs) I couldn't reschedule. I couldn't walk away. I couldn't quit. I couldn't use any excuse. I had to show up despite what was going on in my head, in my heart, in my body. God, it felt like the world had crashed down on me again and in such a short time. And I had a job to do, so here I am, the one who gets things done. I call my friends and I say, I just gotta, I gotta get it out and I gotta go to work. Because the show goes on. And so I went in and I sat down and I recorded 10 new meditations and I started right at the top with Sacred Rage. Guiding through the meditation, then guiding through an ice bath of how to help release Sacred Rage during that beautiful reset and repatterning stage of sitting in the cold and I wasn't sitting in an ice bath but I did let it all out as if I were and so I warn you if you listen to that sacred rage meditation make sure your volume's at an appropriate level So I sat down and I recorded the first one, Sacred Rage, and then I moved into the next one, Grief, and then I moved into the next one, Forgiveness, and then I moved into the next one, Letting Go and Healing and so on until I reached Love. And over the course of a couple of hours, I poured every emotion in my body into these meditations, into the first real creative endeavor I'd done in a year. And I let it all out. So when you listen to Sacred Rage, that is my sacred rage. And when you listen to that grief, that's my grief. And now not only do I have a recording of one of the hardest days and experiences of my life, a series of recordings to remind me of this day, I also have this real active experience of how the Morotsko Method helped me move those emotions, move through that process because towards the end of the day even though I was still sad and heavy and moving through some of my you know emotions from it I was okay 
I knew I was going to be okay. And there was so much peace in that. And there's so much peace in letting go of my expected outcome. Accepting that it was hard. Accepting that this physically hurt. And then discovering, but Adrian, not only do you have the tools to move through it, you made some of them. Some of the tools that I use in my emotional growth and process are tools that I made. And we can all do that. We can all create our cocktail of what looks good for our healing journeys and how we support ourselves in the best ways. I can also tell you, guys, the Morotsko method works. It works. You could go through the series. It'll help you through some hard times. I hope. I hope. I mean, try it. Let me know. Put it to the test. Maybe it just worked for me because it's me and it's mine. But I've been working in these with spaces and with emotions like this with the ice for years now and I gotta say I think I might be onto something you guys I might be onto something so the other thing that I'm learning through this post marriage phase of my relationship with Jason and the ways that the business shifts and changes and creates new and different problems even though these are the two hardest things that I've gone through in my life to date, they're not the hardest things that I'm ever going to go through. Those are still in my future, probably. But I am hopeful that by going through these things, I'll be able to remind myself that I can go through these things. Then I can feel an existential death and still in the deep, dark heart of it, know that that's not where I live. It's just where I go to grow. Finding ways to see the exquisite beauty when tears are falling and my heart hurts. Finding new ways to say, even in my business or my relationships or the voices inside my own head, all of these challenges. Changing them into opportunities, creating that obstacle to opportunity mindset, which is something I teach. I teach this corporate wellness program or guide, mentor this corporate wellness program when we talk about obstacle to opportunity mindset. And I do believe that whatever it is that I tend to be sharing, whether it's on the podcast or in guided sessions or with clients or where I'm teaching in my workshop, whatever it is that I'm sharing with others is usually the message that I too also need to hear. Always so many parallels. 
And so through all of this and all of this stress experience and the shifts in relationships, I'm learning how to pick and choose what is worth my time, my energy, my attention. Where do I want that to live? Where do I want to grow? And it's not like I think next steps are not without the hardships. Like I said, I'm pretty sure like the hardest things are still yet to come. And part of the shift in my personal relationship has come with a sober journey. When Burning Man ended in 2022, I stopped smoking cannabis after a 20 plus year nearly daily habit. And just all of a sudden wasn't serving me. Like I just didn't have the craving or the desire. And because I was going through these things in business and in my personal relationship, I needed to clear my head and understand who am I without this filter? Who am I without this external substance? And I just quit. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like any fanfare about it and it wasn't some big announcement that I did or some declaration to friends and family saying, this is what I'm doing now. It was just, I'm not there right now. And I did that for about six months. I tried it like here and there, maybe three times over that six months just to see like, what does it feel like? Where, where does it sit? And ultimately, I'm really grateful that I gave myself that clarity. I'll be completely honest, submitting it's found its way back into my life in a completely different way. I say it's found its way as if I had nothing to do with it. I have brought it back into my life in a different way, with a different intention. But when I did pause, it is like the clouds lifted a little bit. It was like I got some more clarity of my life and what I was choosing for myself and the energy that I was allowing the behavior that I was allowing from people who claim to love me. And I let it get pretty bad before I decided it was enough. And that also has made me reflect on my view of myself, of what do I think of me where do I truly believe that I belong? My ultimate vision and purpose has not changed. I want to change the world through deliberate cold exposure. I want people to know that we have the power to heal our bodies and I want to share my story and show people we can do it. I want people 
I want to share with people the ways that we can change our bodies, change our minds, change our energy, change our physical states, our narratives around who we are, what we do, where we're going. So that is still at my core. And I believe all of these challenges have helped me clarify not only that mission, but how to work towards that mission, how to work the system that I need to accomplish that. And it's come with a lot more softness and pause and peace. And I feel heavy in a good way, grounded securely attached to myself and to this earth with just enough of my head in the clouds, I think. And so the two hardest things that I've dealt with in my life to date have softened me even more. And so thank you. Thank you, life and hard things and other people and thank you. And now when I look back on those meditations and they are released now, (laughs) you can find those links on the website. You can find them on the existing YouTube meditations. You can find them on Vimeo. But also, let's get back. Let's get back to sharing people's stories on here through the cold, sharing people's experiences of how sensory immersion, mindful meditation, and intentional practices can change lives. It continues to change my life. These practices continue to support me and change me every day. And I'm here for it. So you're welcome to join me on this journey. If you have a story with the cold or an alternative method of healing that has helped you along your path, or if you've experienced the Morotsko method, these meditations in helping you through your hardest times in life reach out let me know how that goes and I thank you I thank you all for listening I thank you again for reaching out and emailing and calling and DMing and telling me that you want more And again, this might not have been the more you were looking for, but stick around. We'll have that again in the future. And this is just another new beginning. I still don't know exactly what the next steps look like, but I know, I know what to do. And so do you. We can check in with ourselves at any time. And there are no wrong decisions here. There are no wrong moves here. 
So thank you. Thank you for listening to my story and where I'm at and where I've been. And I ask you to reach out and share yours. Stay cool, everyone. Thank you for joining us today and holding space for the challenges of becoming well. Healing is a practice and it requires patience. You can find more information on the benefits of deliberate cold exposure on our website, moroscoforge.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Adrian underscore Jezik and at Marotsko underscore Forge. And remember, this is what cold feels like. <laughs>